I was married for 20 years and at when, and we had, so we were married for 18 years and then we finally had a son. And then when he was two, we ended up splitting up and I'm like, this is ridiculous. What, what's happened there? And then I was really soul searching and I realized that when I was two years old, my parents split up and that's when I had my big aha moment of, oh no, I think I had a belief system that said that love and life mean when you have a child that's two years old, you're supposed to split up from your partner. Welcome to the Drew Perlman Show. Think of this podcast as the antidote to the fear, the noise, and the talking heads in the news. The show features an entertaining blend of ancient wisdom, empowering ideas, and cutting edge, healthy living science to optimize your health and your life. All right, let's dive in and get started. Today's guest is Dr. Teshna Beaulieu. Dr. Teshna is a vibrant embodiment of life. She has a passion and a gift for healing and transforming lives. As a licensed doctor of chiropractic and a certified practitioner in quantum neurology and neuroemotional technique, she is masterful at identifying the source of one's issues whether physical or emotional, and quickly shifting them. Dr. Teshna, it is an honor to be with you today. Thank you. It's an honor <laughs> to be with you. So I met Dr. Teshna at a Bruce Lipton event years ago, and I know, Dr. Teshna, you have researched, studied, and practiced many, many different healing tools that deal with the body, emotions, energy. What led you down this path of exploring all of these different alternatives? Well, it depends how far back you want to go. But let's say um, when I got to chiropractic school, it's because of my own experience. I had had an injury that um, nobody could help me with in the regular medical world. And so I uh, had a friend who told me, why don't you go see a chiropractor? And I didn't even know what a chiropractor did. This is eons ago. And I'm from Quebec. And there was very few chiropractors there back then. And so I, I said, well, what do they do? And then she, she told me like that they would help tune up my spine and my nervous system and it might help me with my injury. And so I went to see him and sure enough, within a couple of adjustments, I was so much better that I decided I had to become a chiropractor. <laughs> so then I went to chiropractic school and that was in Devonport, Iowa. And um, I started like my search for you know body, mind, uh, it, you know solutions. And I happened to start with applied kinesiology, which is a technique that was started with uh, George Goodhart. And um, that's the one who, he's the one that put muscle testing on the map, mm. you know, and muscle testing is now used, you know, all over the world by all kinds of practitioners, but it started with Dr. George Goodhart. And so I took all his trainings, which is applied kinesiology. And part of the trainings, there was once a year, there was a International College of Applied Kinesiology Symposium, and people that were doing applied kinesiology would be able to present their discoveries of how to use the muscle test for various things. And I happened to be there when Dr. Roger Callahan presented his paper for the first time, which then uh, somebody took over and did become EFT, the tapping. Mm. So, But Dr. Roger Callahan was the first one to start with that. And so I happened to be there when he presented that paper, and that was in 1984. 
And so that's a long time ago. And I started using what he taught us in that in that uh, seminar right away. And I and I never stopped. And so then he went on to develop something that's called TFT, thought field therapy, which is way more complex and uses voice rec- recognition for the various things. It's it's quite a uh, it's a very different thing now. But um, so after I, I was using that and then I also did another technique that's called total body modification, which is a really out there technique also in chiropractic, which is it's fabulous. It works with, you know, working on the organs and you can check blood sugar and reset it. And there's all kinds of things, very interesting things. And so, but one of the doctors that was a TBM person, again, in the TBM uh, world, we were doing various seminars and research seminars. And one of them that I went to back in 1986 was uh, Dr. Scott Walker presented his paper for the first time about neuroemotional technique, and I happened to be there. Wow. So it's like one of these things, like, you know, I was supposed to be there for these literally trailblazing the body-mind, you know, idea, (laughs) you know? And so I took what he did and he what he talked about, and I started incorporating that in my practice as well. And uh, then later on, when he finally started teaching the seminar, I took his seminar and uh, I became certified in it. And uh, I presented several papers uh, over the years because there was also a research seminar so that uh, chiropractors or uh, practitioners who were discovering new ways to use NET could present it to the other practitioners. So I presented over 12 papers of my own that techniques that I invented to either improve on it or different tracks on it or you know, um, and people love the papers that I presented and, and everything. And so then fast forward, um, I was married for 20 years and at when, and we had, so we were married for 18 years and then we finally had a son. And then when he was two, we ended up splitting up and I'm like, this is ridiculous. What, what's happened there? And then I was really soul searching and I realized that when I was two years old, my parents split up. And that's when I had my big aha moment of, oh, no, I think I had a belief system that said that love and life mean when you have a child that's two years old, you're supposed to split up from your partner. So do you see what I'm saying? Mm, Yeah, absolutely. And I know that is that what led you to, well, there's a lot, but that led you to writing that book, Fit for Love and the whole notion of the love blueprint. Yes, that's exactly what happened. So once I I realized that that first pattern was there, I'm thinking, oh, no, what other patterns are there, you know, that I'm not aware of, you know, that are like time bombs. And if I don't clear them now, I'm going to end up with repeating that same thing without wanting it, you know, because it's all in my subconscious. You know, and I think I think a lot of people are going to relate to that. you know, that whole notion of sort of repeating these patterns. Dr. Teshna, maybe just talk a little bit about what a love blueprint is and how we acquired it and how maybe we could find out what our love blueprint even is. Yes. Well, I wrote the book Fit for Love, and you can get that on Amazon or you can get it on my website, drteshna.com. And in that book, I describe what the love blueprint is and also how to figure out what yours is. But I will give you a synopsis right here. So basically what I, what I quote called a love blueprint is something that you learned somewhere between conception and 10 years old. 
And it's basically when when you're conceived, it's as if you're like pushing a tape recorder and everything that happens to you or to your mom or dad becomes part of your software. And and I and I say starting a conception and I mean that because when I work with people, there's a whole bunch of us that had vanishing twin uh, realities or emotional realities, we call them. And and when that happens, it affects us and how we look at relationships. It sets up a pattern of if you had a twin that vanished, that love and life mean being abandoned. And so I, in my book, I talk a lot about that vanishing twin idea and, and how it affects us and all the different uh, ways that it affects us. And then from, from when you're born until about 10, that's like more the stuff that happens that you observe from your parents, like how they're interacting with each other, how mom is towards dad, how dad is towards mom, and then how mom is towards you and how dad is towards you. And you look at all of that and that become that becomes your blueprint. That becomes what you believe love is. So for example, if your mother was very critical, then you're gonna believe that love and life means being criticized and possibly being critical because you learn both ways. And then you will be attracted to someone who will criticize you <laughs> because that's what feels like love. Do you see? Mm, yeah. And um, we were talking off air, but would you say that we have a blueprint for everything, like our health, our wealth, we have this blueprint that we've downloaded? Absolutely. We have a blueprint for everything. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, so people will tend to repeat the same, you know, financial blueprint that their parents did. And it takes a lot of work to, to pull out of that. And same thing with health, you know, same thing with everything, you know, everything. Mm. And, and, yes. and so it, it, so it takes a lot of work because I mean, you know, again, I think it's getting back to the root, um, Dr. Teshna, because if I have a belief that I'm not worthy of being healthy and I may not even know that belief because it's my conscious belief might be, you know, I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. But if I have this, I guess, subconscious belief, this program that says, no, no, Drew, you're not worthy of that. I mean, it's always going to be an impediment, right? Absolutely. And so what I love about NET and also the technique that I develop is that when we want to find out if somebody has an a belief system. Okay. So I would say, I would test the person with, I'm okay letting go of the belief that love and life mean being criticized. And then I would test the person and see if they are strong or weak when they, when, after they say that, if they're strong with that statement, that means they're fine with that. They're okay letting that go. But if they are weak on that, that means they're not okay letting it go, which means they have that belief. Do you see? Mm. And so then we do the NET technique. You're holding different acupuncture points and we release that. And then we go back and retest it again. And now when I test, I can, I'm okay letting go of the belief that love and life means being criticized. They will be strong on that even though they were weak before, because we released it with the NET technique. Now, when I do the MTT technique, which is just stands for Meridian Tapping Technique, because it's just a, a, another, uh, what do I call it? An algo, uh, not an algorithm, but 
um, a sequence of various acupuncture points that we're tapping that that is much simpler than the EFT one because it's it's got quite complex like you have to tap all over the place <laughs> and it takes too long so I figured out the points that you have to do to make the correction and nothing and you don't nothing more okay so so I use a similar principle as NET by muscle testing the person first on a statement and see if they're congruent or not with what they're saying. And if, if they're not, and they want to change that belief, then I use the MTT technique to change the belief. And then we go back and retest again. And now it's cleared mm. and it takes 30 seconds. So it's a lot quicker than using many other techniques, like saying, you know, type to change a belief, like saying it every third, you know, for 30 days, you know, mm. or, or using educate or, like there's many other things that people use, but this is so fast. It's it's really fast. So you can change a lot of beliefs a lot quicker. And trust me, we have so many limiting beliefs. We don't want to <laughs> yeah. waste time. You don't want to take five minutes clearing one. You want to take 30 seconds clearing one. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, or 10 minutes or 20 or, or a month, you know, it's like, it's kind of like antiquated ways to get rid of these things. And just like Bruce Lipton talked about, our subconscious is in charge of everything. And, and if you, no matter what you consciously say, your subconscious always wins. And and in my workshops, I teach people, because I also teach workshops since then. Um, you know, after I wrote the book and everything, people wanted me to teach workshops. So I started teaching workshops and, and helping people figure out what their love blueprints are and their money blueprint and relationship blueprint and parenting blueprints and marriage blueprints because they're all different because like two people could be together in a relationship and be fine and then they get married and all of a sudden they can't get along and it's because the marriage blueprint starts <laughs> and then uh, the same goes with people could be married like me and my husband we were married for 18 years with no issues and then we have a child and all of a sudden we're splitting up. So it's like the parenting blueprint kicked in when we had that child. And that's what created this separation. Mm, that, is, that is just so wild. And I mean, not to turn this into an infomercial, but I mean, I have seen Teshna's, Dr. Teshna's work firsthand um, with people because I've been to your workshops and uh, I've seen people that have struggled with different issues for their entire life. And you seem to, you get to the heart of it in like the matter of, like you said, 30 seconds. Exactly. Uh, and so, then you just zap it right out of there. I don't know if you remember that, but when I was at Kripalu and I did that, uh, I did like a little demo, yeah, like, like a sampler. I don't know if you remember, there was a man who came up front when I asked for a volunteer who had been unable to write a book. Like he wanted to write this book, but he just couldn't get himself to do it. Mm. And and I don't know if you remember that, but I give the demo. I clear them right there and there with using the MTT technique, with letting go of that you know because he was he wasn't okay with finishing the book you know yeah. subconsciously when I tested him. So so we cleared it with the MTT, and then he ended up he ended up um, emailing me later on, and he said he finally finished the book. <laughs> nice. You know, and I was just doing this as a, as part of a sampler, as a as a demo. 
That's <laughs> well, you know, and he and and I and I think I know who you're speaking of, and he's a regular listener, my buddy Kurt, and I think he's probably listening right now. Exactly. So you know, I'm not I'm not making this up. I know he's he's yeah. We, no, Kurt, I know Kurt very well. He's a good friend, um, yeah, and I know great. I know his story, and I and I, that's where I met him there. Um, but exactly. that was just amazing, um, Doctor Teshner. So did you act so? MTT, Meridian Tapping Technique. So you actually, this is your system. Like this is your stamp. You created this. Well, yes. I mean, using information from everybody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I made up my own conglomeration of things that I can teach to lay people. Mm. Because I couldn't teach NET, right? Because that's only for professionals. It's only for like doctors of chiropractic or, you know, professionals who have a license, so to speak. Right. But I wanted to, to, to teach something to lay people. So I think I really believe that everyone needs a tool to clear their own stuff. And what happens with like EFT, EFT is great. It works when you know what the issue is and you have stress about it and you do the tapping and you'll feel much better. But there's no way to check it. They don't use that for belief system. They don't use that for, uh, you know, changing a phobia or changing an addiction. They only use that for stress. You see? Mm. Mm. So with, with the way I developed it is with the MTT by adding the muscle testing part, like in NET. Now you have something where you can muscle test the statement and see if the person is congruent or not. And then if they're not, then you use the the Meridian tapping technique, which is like a simplified version of EFT, basically, but it's simplified, so it's much shorter and it works. And then you retest the muscle again with the statement to make sure that it changed. And if and if it didn't, you need to do it again. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but most of the time, it changes it right away. Mm. You know? it it, it, that's amazing. And it, it's, it's as though like, the body, like you can say whatever you want, but the body doesn't lie, I guess. Exactly. And there's actually a book that's that's called that way. Your Body Doesn't Lie by John Diamond. And that's another thing I studied. John Diamond also used muscle testing with statements. And then he had his own way of doing it. He was using kind of like an affirmation to, to help to clear whatever it is that he was saying. And... Um, so that's another another approach that I studied. It, it's amazing. Yeah, Dr. Teshno was telling me she's creating videos. So there's going to be lots of ways that you can you can access her work. But it, it almost just, you know, it struck me as something Bruce Lipton said at the at the end of his workshop is that I don't, he's like, I don't fight with, you know, my life anymore. Like I don't struggle with things anymore. I just put in the right programs and things kind of happen effortlessly. And I think of all the ways in my own life, you know, that I that I sort of feel like I'm like pushing uphill and it's just a real struggle. But I guess if you can get to these, if you can get to these programs, life probably unfolds a lot easier. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's why I believe that the muscle testing, testing for congruency, because there's different types of muscle testing. Mm -hmm. But um, so like the first type is like orthopedic muscle testing. So you go to an orthopedic surgeon and they, he, they might test the muscles just to see if there's tone, you see if, uh, can you hold the arm or not? And it's, it's not using it for any purpose just to just test the muscle. Do you understand what I mean? Mm. 
like more like physical therapy would do, like just test the muscle. Is it okay? Like, is it all the way strong or is it a little bit weak or is it completely flaccid? Like there's nothing. Okay. So that's one type. Then the, the other type is what a lot of people use uh, is like more like Oracle type of muscle testing. Like, should I eat bananas today? You know, <laughs> type mm. of thing. And that's a completely different thing. And that's not what I'm using in my seminar. I'm using functional neurology muscle testing, which means that's something that's actually scientifically validated. Uh, and the way they did that is they had a machine apply a certain amount of pressure on the muscle. So like the person would hold their arm up and they would measure how much pressure they can sustain. Okay. So let's say they could sustain 30 pounds of pressure. And then they would have them say a statement that they were congruent with, like one plus one is two. Okay. And then they would, they would apply the same 30 pounds of pressure and they were able to hold it just fine. And then they would have them say a statement that would, that was incongruent. Like they would say one plus one is five. And then they would again apply the try to apply the 30 pound, and the person could not maintain that 30 pound. They could barely maintain 10 pounds. <laughs> Do you see? And so that was a machine doing it. So this, you know what I mean? And wow. but in my experience, I mean, it, when people, I do a lot of NET with people, and people can feel it even before I tested that they're not going to be able to hold it. Wow. You know, because it's like the whole system shuts down. It's like when 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 you say something you're incongruent with on any level. So it doesn't matter if you know about it or not consciously. That's the beauty of it. So when you use the muscle testing in that way to test congruency with what the person is saying, then you have a direct tool into the subconscious. You can find out exactly what's there. That's amazing. That's amazing. Life-changing. Absolutely. And that's why it's funny because uh, I, I, I have my uh, workshop I'm going to be teaching on uh, August 21st and 22nd. Uh, and uh, it, it's, I say, change your beliefs, change your life. And then I say, transform your love and life blueprints with Meridian Tapping Technique, a life altering two day workshop with Dr. Teshna. <laughs> and that's I, I literally mean that. Yeah. I, and and it is I, I yeah I'm gonna be there <laughs> as you know I'm gonna yes. be there at that workshop so yes, yes. Um, it is it's totally life changing so and and you're doing this you're doing some of this work in Ecuador as well yes I am mm-hmm. yeah I've been teaching the workshop down there several times as a matter of fact I taught it just before I left for the states because mm-hmm. people wanted me to teach it one more time before I left so I did and that was a, a, a success and I had a uh, a man who's a simultaneous translator, and he he was translating because I had one person in the class that only spoke Spanish, so he was translating me for that person. But we recorded the whole thing so that I will be able to have that webinar available in Spanish as well now because I we we had it videotaped and we recorded um, Sam when he was doing the translation in Spanish. So that's really cool. And I already have it videotaped in English and we're just in the process of uh, video editing, both of them. And eventually they'll be on my website, drteshna.com. And they'll also be on uh, mastermind.com, which is uh, associated with Tony Robbins. Mm, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll hook up and we'll put all this in the show notes as yeah. well for people that want to uh, learn more. 
Um, mm -hmm. Dr. Tester, just a few final questions here. What are some of the daily practices that you do to keep you feeling more grounded, centered, and peaceful? Hmm. Well, that's kind of independent from what we just talked about, but uh, basically one of the things I do every day is the Tibetan rites. I don't know if you're familiar with those. It's like a series of five exercises. It comes out of a book that's called The Fountain of Youth by Peter Kelder. And I recommend that to all my patients. It's very powerful and uh, it keeps you supple and strong and flexible. Uh, and it takes five minutes to do, mm. <laughs> you know? Okay. And so I do that every day. And then rebounding, like with the mini, mini rebounders, because that really helps with moving all the lymph and the blood and in increase uh, oxygenation. And it's, a, it's something that's not just for fitness, it's for health as well. So it helps your body detoxify and it tones up your whole body. And also you don't have to do it for a long time either. So like I do like 10 minutes a day of that and then five minutes with my Tibetan rites. So 15 minutes a day I do these things, I take care of that. And then, then I start with my green smoothies in the morning. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, just eat good, you know, organic food. Uh, I happen to be vegetarian, you know, mostly almost vegan for the most part. Every now and then I have a little something, but most of the time I'm vegan. And, uh, you know, I go out for bike rides. I play tennis. I love swimming. Uh, that's one of the reasons I come back to the States in the summer from Ecuador, because I like to swim in the lakes here. Mm. So done that quite a bit since I got here at the beginning of July. And um, so those are the main things that I do to keep myself healthy. And of course, I get adjusted regularly, like at least weekly, I get adjusted. I, I have friends who are doing chiropractic, and so we adjust each other. Oh, nice. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I drink lots of water. <laughs> and uh, personally, I drink distilled water. Uh, there's a book that's called The Choice is Clear. And you might want to read about that. It's a really interesting book uh, where he explains how just like hard water will create uh, deposits of hard minerals, like in your toilet bowl and in your pipes and all that, it does the same thing in the body because mm. we're not supposed to get minerals from our water. We're supposed to get minerals from our food. And that's a whole thing that people don't realize that there's a difference between inorganic minerals from dirt and organic minerals that the plant has the the plant takes the the inorganic minerals from the soil, brings it into itself, and binds it with carbon. Once that happens, now we can absorb those minerals. You can't take a bunch of dirt and eat it and uh, absorb those minerals. It just doesn't happen. So the minerals that are in water are inorganic minerals, and they create havoc in the body. So. I've been drinking distilled water for like 35 years. <laughs> you know, wow. I get okay. I get my minerals from my food, and also I take uh, trace minerals. In addition, you know, just like like a, in a, a multi that's made out of uh, all food based uh, vitamins and all that stuff mm. by by uh, pure synergy. Okay. Uh, company, they make everything. It's all organic, non-GMO, food based type of supplements. So that's what I recommend to my patients when they want uh, something like a multi. And then just uh, minerals, I, I get those from uh, Drucker Labs, which is uh, it's called Intramin. And they're made also, it's like comes from fulvic acid, which is, again, from plant material. Mm. So it's not 
minerals because like i said not all minerals are created equal <laughs> yeah yeah so you don't want to have you don't want to eat inorganic minerals you want organic minerals not in the sense of no chemicals but in the sense that it's bound with carbon excellent excellent um dr teshno in your mind what does it mean to be a human being i know this is like a huge question but um what does it mean to be human well that's it's big. I, I'm not sure. How, I'm not sure how to answer that question. You know, I guess it, it's like it's almost like, why are we here? You know? <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. anybody know? Does anybody know yet why we're here? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. I just feel like you know. I feel like particularly during this past year and a half, I think maybe we need a reminder of what it means to be human. And right I'm now. just curious, curious to to hear what people think. Right. Well, I guess to me. Being human means, you know, having relationships with people and caring about people, having people who care about you. I mean, that's like the basic human needs, right? Like little kids that don't have that, they don't thrive and they die. You know, we need attention from other human beings. We need touch. We need love, um, you know, and, and we are the happiest when we're in service. You know, it's like if you're, if, if somebody's depressed, what I tell them to do is volunteer somewhere to help other people. And when they do that, their depression goes away. Right. Because right. when you start helping others that are even less fortunate than you are, you realize that you have it a lot better than you realized. You know what I mean? And it, it helps you when you help somebody else. It actually helps you feel better as well. So I think yeah. service is like the top priority as a human, uh, if you're interested in evolution. <laughs> nice. Um, final question, Dr. Teshna, if you could travel back in time, say 40 years or so, what words of wisdom would your current self share with your younger self? Hmm. That's an interesting one. Yeah. Well, I would say, <laughs> Continue on your path. You're doing the right thing, you know, because I feel like I am where I need to be. Um, you know, maybe the only thing maybe I would say is um, hmm, start getting adjusted way before you did. <laughs> but really? then I, would, I wouldn't have had the, you know, the, the aha that I did at the time, you know, mm. that, that made me want to become a chiropractor because at the time, I was already, uh, I was studying physical education to be a physical education teacher. So I was exercising all the time. I was doing yoga. I was meditating. I was vegetarian already. And then I got injured and I had this incredible pain in my upper back. And it didn't matter how well I ate. It didn't matter how much I meditated. It didn't matter how much I exercised, you know, because my spine was out of line and it was creating issues. So that's when I discovered chiropractic. And I got adjusted and it cleared all that up. And then I realized I have to become a chiropractor, you know? So, <laughs> awesome. so it's kind of like all of that, you know, that I would just say to her, you know, just you know, keep on your path because you're doing the right thing. Mm, beautiful. So how can the listeners that want to learn more about you, your workshops, your books, um, everything, where should they go to find you? Well, uh, I have a website that's called drteshna.com, like drteshna.com, T-E-S-H-N-A. And uh, on there, you can get my book. And eventually, I'll have my webinar on there. 
Um, the other place it will be is on mastermind.com. I'm working on that right now to get that up on that platform. And, um, and my book is available, uh, again, either on my website or on amazon.com. It's called fit for love. Uh, that's a good place to start is read the book. Then you get the big, the big picture, you know, and then if you like what you read, then you can decide to take the webinar because I'll have it as a recorded webinar in English and Spanish. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping before the end of this year, you know, things always take longer. And someday I might also have, um, like a live webinar also, like for, from people all over the world at the same time. And, um, so those are the main ways right now. Can't wait. Dr. Teshna, thank you so much for taking the time. It was great to connect with you and I'll see you in a few weeks at your, your beautiful workshop. And this was fun. Yes, indeed. Thank you for uh, inviting me to your show. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for listening to The Drew Perlman Show. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the words of Mark Twain, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, and catch the trade winds in your sails. Explore, dream, discover, and stay well, everyone.